welcome to The Nature of Avatar, the podcast where we do deep dives into every aspect of the Avatar world. I'm Arian and I'm joined by Sola and today we're going to talk about one of the biggest soccer development episodes, Soccer's Master. Before, now, before we get into that, sorry, we have two things to talk about. So there are the games, but before we get into that as well, um, please make sure after this that you check out the Google Forms page and answer that, or just listen to the episode we did a little while back um, about saying we have a new way to make polls. But yes, it would be really helpful for you to do the polls. Um, yeah, Ori, do you want to talk about the new games? Uh, yeah, no, just a little bit more on the polls. Uh, I just So essentially, before we had Spotify polls, there's literally a link in the description of this episode. We had that in another episode as well. Literally, just click on it, uh, fill out the just a, like maybe five quick, it's like about seven or eight quick fire questions. You just yeah, most of them are just like yes or no, uh, and you can talk. You you can give us your ideas for the uh, game for the podcast. Sorry, um, uh, you can fill it out and then tell us what you think. We had one response uh, which said we need to focus more. Uh, which I think is a great answer. So thank you for whoever sent that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so now with the new games. So before this episode, we will have released. Because basically, we're recording this right now. It will be slightly. It will be after we finish this that the lot that the episode. Basically, you're listening to this right now. At the point in time when you're listening to the episode. The episode before will be out, if that makes sense. Yeah, we're sorting out time stuff and it's confusing. Because we're, we're recording this episode before you listen to it. But right now, the episode... Essentially, we, we're releasing an episode uh, about the brand new Avatar mobile game uh, made by Square Enix, which made... Did you say it made Fantasy Flight games? Um, no. So, they've made... I think they've made some of the latest Final Fantasy games. They've made, I don't know if they made all of them, but they've made like some of the Persona games, like the latest one, the later ones. And they've been like, they've done quite a few of those kinds of games. And now they've gone to Avatar and they've done like quite a few anime games, that kind of thing. I think that's, yeah, yeah. Cause I might have played one that came to but yeah. So that that episode is that that game is only available in uh, Canada, Denmark, Sweden, and South Africa. But and this is a soft release. It's not like they're gonna add to it. It's not. Like, yeah, they're gonna add to it. But uh, there's also we just found found out it's been confirmed there will be an Avatar console game and an Avatar online multiplayer RPG game. But yeah, let's get into this episode. Solo. Yeah. So. This episode will be slightly less kind of restricted or like fully scripted as like most most of our episodes are. We've got a much shorter synopsis that we're going to add in a few extra details that we think might be of interest or important as we're going through them and then we'll do the character development as usual. If you don't like this, I think next episode we should have a little link in the description for Google Forms again asking you about this synopsis style. Now, um, yeah, should we get into that? Without further ado, let's get into the episode. So, so, after the 
team save a town from destruction by a meteorite. Soccer feels left out as he's the only person in the group unable to bet. Yeah, so, because so, this was funny because you've got like the action, the meteorite's about to smash the, uh, the village, Toph's uh, earth bending these trenches, Katara and Aang are putting out fire. Uh, Even Momo puts out more fires than him, which makes him feel really sad. Yeah, so obviously this wasn't good for his self-esteem and while they were eating lunch, he told the rest of Team Avatar how sad he felt. Uh, about this stuff uh, and Katara suggests that he should go to a weapons store so he sees this um, amazing sword which he likes the look of and the before that Aang tries to uh, Katara puts on some leather gloves and Aang puts on a giant heavy piece of armour and Sokka injures himself a few times but then they find this really nice sword like what I was saying and it was made by a sword master named Master Piandao and the shopkeeper says he's got a good eye for quality. And they also find out Piandel has a castle. And then um, Ang, yeah, Ang says that um, Sokka should go there to try and get taught by him. So yeah, Sokka turns up at the castle. Piandel's butler tells him about, uh, uh, let, lets him in, and then he. Then um, Piandao also says that he's got slightly, um, like he's got a slightly unusual name. But Sokka says it's a totally normal name in the Fire Nation colonies. Yeah, but Piandao um, suspected. But yeah. So yeah. So next up. Yeah. So. So he's there with Piendal. Piendal teaches him my rep. One of the lines I absolutely love. A sword is the extension of your of yourself. It's, I love that line. Because, then, yeah, he, he starts his sword. He's teaching Sokka that his sword is actually a part of his of himself. So when he fights, it's an extension of his being, not just a weapon. Um, yeah, I love that line. But then we hear, then he starts training with the guard. Um, Sokka does, and then in the other location, um, Iroh is being mocked by a, another guard. And then, the see, um, and then in this scene, it cuts to the group feeling kind of like missing Sokka and trying to make jokes without him. And then they're like, it doesn't really work. And then Katara tries, and Aang says, I guess, jokes. Oh, oh! Uh, okay, Katara tries, and then Aang says, I guess jokes don't run in the family. And then they're back at the prison again, and Iroh is training in the when the guard isn't there. And then he's upgraded to a more difficult version of a sit up and a whoa, straight leg inverted sit up, clapping push ups. And he keeps the side of loneliness and desperation when the guard reappears. And then he's preparing to break out. Break out. Um, then, while this is happening, cut back to Sokka. He's been greatly improving his swords skills. And then he beats the guard. And then um, Piandao believes Sokka is good, like worthy. 
and then he gets to choose a steel to make his own sword. And then Sokka's like, I don't like these examples. And he remembers the meteorite from before in the episode. Then, yeah. Oh, sorry. Then he, so then he goes to source that raw material from the camp, and then they're both. Then Ang and Guitar are very happy to see him again. While Toph says he didn't care, and then tr- turning away to hide. Hmm? What? Then Toph claims that she did not care, then turns away to hide. Hmm? Okay. Turns away to hide the. Uh, and then they haul the meteorite up the road with um, by helping with Toph's earth bending. And Sokka claims to be friends and fellow Fire Nation citizens. On Sokka, uh, then Sokka asks about the meteorite as a potential material, and Piandao says they'll craft a sword like no other. And they do, but um, Unfortunately, kind of a spoiler, later in the series, he drops his sword and it's never seen again. Wait, I've just had an idea. What if they make the story, if, if Sokka gets his own film, maybe he's like, he goes back into the forest to try and retrieve his sword. Or he makes a new sword out of me. No, no, he doesn't lose his, he doesn't lose his sword here. He no, not here, but like a lot later in the show, like season two. Yeah. He's, a, he's on an airship and then... Mm. And then I, then we cut back to Iroh, who's doing more training, and yeah, I don't think there's much else to it. And now he's been forging his sword, and then now, um, and then Sokka has a unique sword, um, an all-black sword, and he's ne- claiming to never have seen a creative, imaginative student or um, claim. Wait, what? Claiming to never have seen such a creative, imaginative student or blade, Sokka says no and confesses to being from the Water Tribe. And then Piandao attacks him and they enter a duel. Um, and Ang and the others try to, like, try to stop it from happening. And like, <clears throat> then they're kind of trying to protect Sokka, but then they can't. And then Sokka says they should stand back because he thinks this is his own fight. And, and yeah, I just want to say here, this reminds me of um, the whole Zuko thing, because he's like, no Katara, this is my fight. Yeah, there's a kind of hint of him feeling like the honour thing there as well. Yeah. Yeah, we also tribe honour this time though. Mm. And then there's a bit more of like Iroh at the end. And then... Um, then the like the guard makes some fun, makes fun of him, and then Ira has reached like Ira has gone like he's like properly injured. like he's he's been training for ages now. Yeah, that's kind of basically that scene. And then they continue fighting, and then Sokka has used the techniques he's learned to try and retain like to keep some equal footing, and then. Damage and dealing with the skilled opponent. Something his master points out in approval several times. In the end, Swordmaster finally gives up hand. I remember there being a scene when, like, he's training with him 
and then Sokka's painting the valley. Yeah, yeah, because he needs to learn to paint with his eyes closed. Mm. And then there's also the like rock garden arranging. Yeah. But well, I also remember him using like some sand to like kick into um Yandao's eyes to give him an advantage. Yes. Yeah. And then also there's that scene where he's chopping the bamboo in their fight. So he's being really resourceful. Yeah, and I think this is probably the first time Sokka can properly shine. Yeah. Well, no, he did. Actually, no, that happens in the next season. But I was going to say the bit where he throws the boomerang into Combustion Man's third eye. But that happens in the next season. So that's not... Like, that's... Wait, did that happen before or afterwards? After. Yeah. Because also, Toph and... There is that whole theory that Toph and Sokka could have been... Uh, uh, only because of the... That one scene, yeah. Yeah, okay, right. yeah partly because of this scene okay. where she blushes and misses. But personally, I just think it's just like, kind of yet another honour thing. There's quite a lot of honour things in the show, in my opinion. I think it's just like, you know, I'm not happy to see you get like another part of the group and like we've all been missing you because like you're like an important member of the group and like embarrassed to because like, kind of get another armor thing, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and then also the whole, I don't think humour, because there was that whole bit where there was like, uh, where, where it showed Team Avatar and how much they missed soccer, I thought that was kind of yeah. sad. Oh wow, look, Soda's crying on, on over Zoom. Um, and then the sword, uh, then the swords master, then Piandao finally gets the upper hand, and then everyone jumps down to help Sokka, but then he sheathes his sword by catching this scabbard that the guard throws to him, and then he reveals that he had known Sokka is a water tribe all along. It from is from the water tribe all along just from his name, and also notes that Aang is the avatar. Yeah, and then, of course, uh, Pian Dao appears again in Dead the Black Sun, as it's revealed he's, oh yeah. He's one of the White Lotus. Yep. And there's something else which I, I need to tell you after we stop recording. Just Guess who else is another member of the White Lotus? Yeah. Get another one of the training masters. This is also another thing where they're just like, we would also give Sokka a training episode, like a bit stronger. Because they did the same thing with Katara. Yeah, because they did it with Katara, yeah. Sokka. Obviously, pretty much every episode it is Aang. Uh, uh, and then Zuko gets a lot of training episodes. And. Yes, yeah, so it's really it's Sokka and Katara who get specific training episodes. They, um, they, they have to learn a new ability. They also have specific masters, and both of those masters are part of the White Lotus. Oh, actually, you could say because Iroh was teaching um, Zuko and quite a lot of them, so all three of them had masters who taught them. 
and they were all part of the White Lotus. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I, th I think that was quite interesting. And there was that fun comment. All old people know each other. Really comment. Um, and then, yeah, and then, kind of that's, that's then Piandao says, I know Sokka will become an even greater master one day, and then you bow. And then, um, yeah, and then, so, then he get, they get given a small bag from the guard with a gift to remember him. And it's the White Lotus Paisho tile. Yeah, and that was a, that was a, such a great twist. Because also, even even at the end of the episode, uh, even at the end of the series, it's never actually revealed. It's one of those things I love about Avatar, where it's up to the fans to work out. I also like the kind of metaphor with the White Lotus and the Red Lotus. Like, they seem similar, but they're complete opposites because they're like the two enemy sides. Because I thought Pasha was like chess, and you have two different like two different sides, and it's the red and the white lotus, and they'd be opposites, but they seem similar. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Toph gets then Sokka gives Toph a piece of meteorite, which becomes like a meteorite bracelet or space earth. And then, and then also, right, here's a, an Avatar myth thing. I I I'm thinking because in the promise. Toph also, also one more funny, one more, one more fun detail I found that I like I saw like on YouTube. So when when she's like when Toph starts bending the meteorite iron, she makes a spiral, a star, and the Nickelodeon splat. Seriously? Because like because it's a Nickelodeon show. The last shape she makes is the splat from Nickelodeon. Wait, are you what? Wait, of course. What? Oh, and then also he says it's from space. It's not Earth. <gasps> oh, this adds to my theory. Wait, listen. It's like, he says it's from space. It's not Earth, suggesting that this Earth, this planet, is called Earth at least. Woohoo! More theory evidence. Oh, you said like you talk. Uh, uh, um, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah, character development. So, is there any particular character you want to talk about? I'm just gonna go and mute for a second. Yeah, I. Yeah, you're right about the Nickelodeon's plot. That's so funny. Um. No, I think we've kind of covered the character development unless you have some more to add. I mean, I guess, well, I guess, mm -hmm. would you say Iroh got character development? It's more like he just got strength development. Yeah, that was more bending development, although not bending. It was like non-bending development. But, um, but you could also, you could say that he's getting development because the guard is like, we're testing his patience because the guard's being mean to him every day. He's just he has to ignore the guard, pretend the guard doesn't exist, and act like 
he's, he, he accepts what the guard's saying. He has to act like that every day and then train. Yeah, sort of. I might be stretching it a bit, but I think that is, I think that's like kind of, like at least some level of character development. And also the group hasn't really been without soccer before then, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of a new thing. Because also like another, like Katara says, she cannot believe she's like missed soccer as well. Yeah, because the team, soccer's always been a, a part, because there've been, there've been those bits where they say stuff and then it's like, oh yeah, soccer would have, it's almost like you expect soccer to say something, but then he doesn't. Yeah. Hmm. Okay then. So remember to leave us a like, subscribe, and drop us a comment where, oh no. Yeah, you know that space bracelet, right? That is how, this is the theory. That's how, so she says in Top Bay Forms Metal Bending, uh, in The Promise actually, that it, she feels it tingle when a metal bender is near. Wait, so wait, wait, also, also, I think there is evidence for that because on fandom, wait, let me just check. Because in Top Bay Fox Metal Bending Academy, she says that she, that she can feel the bracelet vibrate when a metal bender is near. So yeah, she feels um, it vibrate. So that indicates that that is metal. So I think it is because it says, um, it says like on fandom, it says, um, Meteor- meteoric iron. Yeah, so that was the first time when she actually metal bent. So actually, if we look at... Oh, when is the first time she metal bends? Like, like... Well, yeah, I want to see. So, history. Right. So it says... Uh, we still haven't done an Avatar Theories episode. Yeah, we've got to. I think that's going to be up at the end of this season. Mm, yeah, you yeah, know, so it says that she never metal bends until then. Well, until the Zin Fu thing where she's captured. Yeah, so that, yeah. So maybe that's wrong. I feel like she metal bent before that. But anyway, yeah. that's just my theory. So, well, yeah. It's just on fandom. It's calling it meteoric iron on. So if it's a meteor, then I guess that is metal. So I'm right. Yay! Okay then, Uh, remember to leave us a like, subscribe, and drop us a comment wherever you listen. Thank you for listening. Yep, also remember to fill out the... Google Forms. Google Forms, which will be in the description of this episode. But yeah, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye! Bye!